Let's get nuts. What's happening, everybody? Hey, hump day. What's going on? How's everybody doing? We good? It is Wednesday. Are we still riding high off that Batman buzz for everybody who saw it already? Yes. Welcome to Film Junkie Live on Wednesday, March 2nd. Members only live chat still happening because, I mean, even though some of us have seen it now, including, you know, obviously I have, I still don't want to like, uh, I still want to make sure that people don't get spoiled, you know, not everybody's seen it yet, so, you know, those dickheads out there, especially now that fans have really seen it, I mean, I saw spoilers on my timeline, so thank God, even like people who are trying to be like, like, oh yeah, that's not a spoiler, but... Um, but but that's a spoiler. Relax, all right? Anyways, guys, welcome to Film Junkie Live. Make sure you smash that like, thumbs up. I uh, apologize. Next week, everything will get back to normal. It'll have the live chat will be, uh, I mean, even though it's a party when it comes to the member members only people, but it'll be, uh, it'll be back to normal and everything. So, yeah, it'll be back to, uh, it'll be back to normal. And uh, we'll be talking about, of course, uh, spoilers on the Vodka Stream on Friday. It'll be great. So there we go. Who's out there? Who's out there? What's going on, Mr. Fear Jason? Yes, we got Mr. Jason McKenzie right here. Good to see you, buddy. Yo, what's going on? The Batman is Cinema. Can't wait to watch it again. Yep, got my tickets already secured for tomorrow. Cannot wait. Is there an upper mod that can throw Jose out? Me? I'm the upper mod. This is... Yeah, I'm the captain. Yeah. Yeah, watch out. My members only. Yeah, like I said, I mean, you heard. Because of spoilers. Just trying to keep trying to keep the spoilers to a minimum for people because, you know, just that's what I want to do. So on Monday night, won't see it again. Tell HO Max still loved it, but a long ass movie. Yeah, but yeah, I don't I didn't really feel the uh the long assness, to be honest. I didn't feel the long assness. I actually liked it. I liked, I felt like it ran through pretty good, pretty good, pretty good. And uh, you also, thank you, William, for being a basic member for th- uh, what, 14, what does it say? 13 months. And uh, you said you really enjoyed the uh, last vodka stream. Yes, so did I. Talking to D- Travis Langley. If you guys haven't caught it yet, please do so. It was great, but I'm sure you guys did, of course, in the, uh, the members only chat. You guys checked all that out. Uh, let's see. Dave busted a nut. Oh, yeah. I mean, I tell you what, man. Watching that thing, oh, I needed a cigarette. I needed a cigarette. It's true. Talked about white pro- <laughs> See, even people are asking for uh, spoilers. I have no uh, doubt this movie is going to be it hit a billion. It's going. It's getting such great reviews. I know, right? And then Mr. Jason McKenzie, also 14 months for uh, being the basic member. So thank you, sir. Going, going pretty good there, Jason. Good to see you. Yeah. What? No spoilers. No spoilers. No spoilers. <laughs> uh, all right. Let's see. We got Cat here. Happy hump day. Thank you. Yeah. It was essentially... I mean, that was... You know, there's been times in my reaction video where I went, "What? wait, I said something. That was weird. That, that didn't come out right. And I've recorded again. It doesn't happen a lot where I've recorded... I've done a take two, but... You know, with that, I mean, I honestly didn't know what I wanted to say. That was full on take one. I mean, usually I'm already backed out of the parking spot and already like headed out. 
But I was like, I almost thought I'm going to take, I'm just going to do a full reaction without driving. But, you know, I, I risked it. So, what's up, dog? And we got Fear Jason. He'd been a three-month basic member. Thank you, sir. I don't know why they say basic member. I mean, I guess there's tears with that, too. I don't know. It's all crazy. What's going on, Mr. Darren? Uh, I got your ticket. You got your tickets for tomorrow and Saturday. So you're going to you're doing you're doing what Scott's doing. You already got your secured for uh, three different viewings there. Huh? So far, I'm only um, I'm only seeing it again tomorrow. Maybe I'll who knows? Maybe I'll wake up Saturday if I'm not too hungover. <laughs> um, there's a possibility I might go see it again. I don't know. We'll see. It <laughs> shows you how much I uh, really enjoyed it. So can't wait to see the Batman in 45 days. Sucks. Sucks for you. Oh, man. Let's see. And your HBO. <laughs> I know. What are you talking about? That doesn't go to Warner Brothers. That doesn't go to Warner Brothers or Warner Media. Jose told me Bruce has a 50 shades. Oh, yeah. There's totally that. You know, we see the uh, the humping on, on the top of the Batmobile and everything. So, you know, anyway. So what's going on there, Mr. Malana? Milana, what I should say. Anyways, good to see everybody. Uh Burp, 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 burp. Uh, uh, man all right let's keep it uh let's uh let's keep it uh let's keep it pc there folks so good to see you and again i apologize for anybody who's not a member uh but if you want to become a member you can of course join uh just trying to keep the spoilers out for for people who haven't seen the batman yet trying to uh mind all that but uh you know I mean, it's not like it's, I mean, it's, I mean, it's got spoilers. It definitely does. Hey, Mr. Fe Mr. Jason right here, man. $50 super chat. Thank you, sir. Always coming in, always coming in and supporting the channel, supporting that pirate ship, man. Totally pumped for tomorrow. I think you're going to love it, Jason. And uh, thank you for the, uh, the $50 super chat. Always great. Always great. Always great. So I appreciate that, sir. And uh, let me know. Let me know what you think about it. You know, hit me up in the DMs. Let me know what you think about the movie. We'll chat about it a little bit because, man, I tell you what. Yeah. I tell you what. Yeah. Just walking out of that movie going, wow. I Yeah. I mean, I was. I was speechless. I did not know what I wanted to really say about it. But, uh, you know, I'll say more. I'm, obviously, I posted my review, my full review, my spoiler-free review today. I'm going to go see it again tomorrow, and then probably Friday I'll post my spoiler review, just me, of course, and then on Vodka Stream on, on uh, Friday night, we're going to have a full panel talking about this movie, breaking it down, getting everybody's perspectives, you know, some of the regulars. Hopefully we'll get some other people in here, but my God. Uh, uh, Dave says sparkly bat is better than Batfleck. I will cancel my membership card. You know, like I said, you know, when it comes to all that, it's like, I'm still trying to figure out, does it, is it, it and I, that's why I want to watch it again. And then my, I might need it again because there's a difference. And I said this in my, in my film review is like, and maybe in my first reaction is like, there's a difference because, you know, you have the overall movie and then you have the guy underneath the cowl. Because, you know, Dark Knight has always been top on top of everybody's list. But, you know, and it's been on the top of my list. But is, is Christian Bale my favorite Batman? No. It's always, you know, not always been. But, you know, ever since Batman or Superman, it's been Batflex. So, but, you know, that's and maybe next week we'll do some kind of on Film Junkie Live. We'll do some kind of ranking or something, some shit like that, where uh, maybe I'll rank the Batman films. Every film that has a Batman in it, I guess, you know, including 
Batman vs Superman, even though that's technically a Man of Steel sequel, and uh, you know, and Zack Snyder's Justice League will rank that too. We're not going to talk about justice, that's for sure. Um, but yeah, so there's that. Anyway, so we got Resonant. Hey, hey, we got Resonant right here. Movie was fire. So most of you have seen it, which is good. That's why I trust you guys to not spit out any uh, spoilers right now, you know? So, but you never know. Some of these assholes in there, you know, they're just going to start spitting out some spoilers. So good. Uh, I know, I know you do, darling. And then, of course, we'll have a members-only stream after this. We could uh, talk a little bit. I mean, it's like a members-only chat to a members-only stream right after that. So, uh, yeah, see? Yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll do it. We'll do it. We'll do it probably next week or something. Let's let it all. It's, it's just full on the Batman week, man. I tell you what. I tell you what, it's, that's, that's all we're talking about this week. And, uh, you know, and, uh, you know, just, uh, look forward to some things happening this weekend. I think there's a certain, uh, masked dude that hovers around here every now and again. He might have a review himself. He also might have another, you know, maybe there'll be something kind of different about it. I don't know. I guess we'll see what happens when it comes to that guy, that casual guy. I don't know. Anyways, all right, guys, let's get to the show. Um, let's get to these tweets. Let's make sure. Oh, I probably should have got all that set up, but I didn't fully do that. Whoops. It happens. All right, here we go. Let me uh, scroll down. And uh, let's get to where we left off, because obviously I didn't have a uh, show yesterday. I thought about having a show yesterday, but um, just uh, wasn't enough news to talk, you know, to talk yesterday. Wasn't enough news. And and then I was going to go a little bit earlier to meet up with my brother and my nephew for uh, to um, to get some dinner beforehand. So that was cool. Hey, Mr. William Powell. Thank you, sir, for the ten dollars. Super chat. favorite Batman movie, but not my favorite Batman. That's Ben fellow Snyder homies. Please don't boycott this. You deserve this film. Hey, listen to William, guys. Listen to William. Yeah, I mean, that's what sucks. The studio is to blame for the bullshit. So therefore, these people who worked really, really hard on other stuff have to, you know, you have to punish them. It's weird. But yeah, thank you, William, for the $10 super chat. Uh, appreciate that. Anyways, okay. All right. Whoop. Let me get back to finding my spot here. I think we're... <laughs> oh, man, this is going to be funny. Man, there's, yeah, there's a lot to go over in the tweets since it's uh, been a day. It's been a day, so we'll see. Let's see. Let me get to... All right, I think we're good. No, no, no. Hold on. Where are we at? All right, let's start right here. I think it's a good spot to start. Yeah, we'll start right here because first off, uh, obviously... Whoops, not that one. Because first off... Happy late birthday to you. Happy late birthday to you. Happy late birthday to Zack Snyder, the goat. Happy birthday to you. Yep, it was Zack Snyder's birthday yesterday, March 1st, and uh, everybody wished him a happy birthday. He trended a little bit, too, which was cool. You know, I always like to see Zack Snyder trend for sure. But yeah, he did trend. He did trend. Um, and we all celebrated by go seeing the Batman. I want, I'm waiting for Zack Snyder's review. I'm waiting for him to post about it because he posted about the trailers 
on both Twitter and Vero, I'm waiting for his uh, his review of it. I'm waiting for his congrats, congratulatory review to Matt Reeves, man. I'm waiting for that exchange because, uh, you know, those two respect the hell out of each other. They're friends. And, uh, you know, regardless of what what the fans think, you know, shut the fuck up. Zach is, you know, totally all about this Batman movie. So and then we have this right here. Uh, Jordan Peele, another uh, another poster for his for his movie. Nope. And uh, it's got a horse just floating up there and a bunch of other garbage stuff. This movie has me intrigued because I'm going, what the hell is happening with this movie right here? From the twisted mind of him. And yes, even THR put a little compilation video talking about Zack Snyder's birthday yesterday and posting, you know, hashtags with all his films right there, which is great. Thank you for using hashtag Zack Snyder's Justice League. Yeah, gotta love it. We've got some art right here, some Batman art. Gotta love that. And look at this, guys. It's almost like it was that easy, Disney. Wasn't hard to figure out how to bring this adult content from Netflix to Disney Plus. Didn't take long to really figure it out. But yes, the parental controls will be added to Disney Plus on March 16th to allow more mature content. Wow! Solution! There you go, Disney. Now you can have mature content. There you go. It was that easy. It was that easy. Why not? Figured it out. We figured it out. How about that? How about that? So, you know, glad we figured that out, Disney. But yes, uh, on March 16th, we'll be getting um, Daredevil, Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, Iron Fist, The Defenders, and The Punisher added to Disney+. And, uh, you know, if you have little kids around, you could set like a, set up a little, a little bit of a, a parental control kind of thing. So that's good. There you go. I'm sensing, yeah, <laughs> yeah, there's some sarcasm. Yeah, of course there's some sarcasm. Why wouldn't there be some sarcasm? There definitely is some sarcasm, so. Because, I mean, it was like that easy, like, hey, there you go. This is how you do it there. This is how you do it, Disney. Because they were like, they were sticking everything that was mature content on Hulu. And so a lot of us were thinking that these these were going to go, you know, they were going to show up on Hulu, but nope. They are not showing up on Hulu. They are showing up, of course, on Disney Plus, and you're going to have a mature content section or whatever the hell. So good. You set up a code. You set up a password, whatever the fuck. You know, it just works that way. Hmm. Something weird going on with this. All right. Now we're good. All right. Hold on. Sorry. I was looking at something right here. I think we're all right. Anyways. Okay. So, but I'm glad they figured it out because, you know, it wasn't like it was hard. Disney, you own you own a huge chunk. You own like a third of the film industry, you're going to have to have some mature content, okay? Okay, Mickey? Okay? Okay. All right, of course we got that. Hey, I, haven't, I don't know when this is showing up, but Colin Farrell is going to be on Hot Ones, so expect a lot of F-bombs. I can imagine so. So tomorrow, Hot Ones will be posting uh, at 11 a.m., Colin Farrell's hot ones right there. Last week it was Dave Grohl, which was fantastic. Uh, loved it. You know, it's always fun to see. Uh, it's very unique. I love I love the style of hot ones because, you know, it's an interview. It's an interview show while they're eating hot wings. 
And uh, it adds for some some great entertainment right there, for sure. For sure. And we'll talk a little bit about that. This is pretty cool art right here. You can have both, people. We can have both. That's right. Batfleck, Battinson, right there. We can have both. To be honest, when it comes to, you know, maybe I'll even do a ranking of intimidating Batman because, well, these two are probably going to be at the top. Hey, Armani Martinez, Creed 3 is looking for extras. Dave, it's my time. I could be a boxer. Or no, I just, uh, yeah, I guess I guess I wouldn't be in the ring with Creed. I wouldn't uh, get punched in the face. But no, yeah, I could be in the crowd, like, cheering him on. Creed, Creed, Creed. Maybe I'll try that. I don't know. Where are they shooting? Where are they shooting at, Armani? Uh, maybe I could figure that out and uh, be a part of that movie. I always forget, yeah, Creed 3 is coming out. Uh, that'll be cool. But yeah. Cool art right there. This is cool art right here with the Boss Logic. Uh, this is from Mr. Ryan Malman right here. Make it a really cool The Batman poster. Really dig it. Really dig that. Hey, we got the official banner release. We need an HD version of this right here. That's right. I love it how, like, uh, you know, I love the slightly different hairstyles. It's like all three of them have, like, their hair parted to the side. Like, Toby's is, like, nicely parted to the side. You know, uh, you got Tom Tom Holland's hair that's kind of more like feathered up, and then you have Andrew Garfield's hair, which is just kind of going on. He's just got like a he's got a froey kind of kind of do to him, which I really like. You know, I mean, look, I'm the one I'm judging hair. I mean, look at my hair for fuck's sake. Yeah, and then even on hey, yesterday uh, it was Tim Daly's birthday too, who uh, of course voiced Superman. And, uh, you know, he was in Wings. He was in some movies and stuff. Dr. Jekyll and Miss Hyde, if anybody remembers that movie. <laughs> Jeez. Pretty cool art right here of Zach. That's cool. Like that. Some more art right here from Nick uh, Darrington. Showing the bat and the cat. Beautiful. Now, this is unfortunate. <laughs> unfortunate right here. You know, this just shows you guys that... You know, you sometimes you just you just got to read, even if it's three words, you got to read the caption. You got to read what you what you typed out before you hit send or post or whatever. <sighs> but fist this. <laughs> oh, man. It's hilarious because, I mean, it's a cool shot because, you know, even on his birthday, he's working out. He's looking jacked, wearing that V-neck that he always wears. That's his uniform. That's Zack Snyder's superhero uniform. And the veins are all popping out. He's looking pumped and everything, doing some chest chesticle workouts. But, but fist this. <laughs> and trust me, there's probably some people out there that would love to. Love to possibly do that but yeah it's pretty hilarious it's like but that's just uh you know take it uh take it as a lesson that uh you know <laughs> take it as a lesson that just check before you hit send but anyways the picture looks awesome though i mean the guy's 56 years old 56 years old looking like that he's in better shape than all of us you realize that it can be done Guy's like got 20 years on me, give or take a, a year. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I talk about inspiration right there. So that's pretty cool that he did that. Hey, Jason Clark, he joins Christopher Nolan's Oppenheimer. So the cast keeps on getting bigger. Jason Clark, he was in um, 
He was in Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. He was in uh, Terminator Genesis, sadly, as uh, John Connor, which uh, that that kind of sucked. But, you know, what can you do? Craven the Hunter gets uh, um, uh, Ariana Debose, if I'm saying that correctly. She's going to be playing Calypso in uh, Craven the Hunter, which Calypso is like, well, I mean, she's kind of like got some voodoo stuff going on. Not too familiar with the character. I'm just kind of looking at what uh, what they were saying about that character. But, you know, love interest for Craven. Going to be interesting. She just won the SAG Award, I'm, I think, for uh, West Side Story. So congratulations to her. Hey, you got to love it when the Batmen play with their toys, right? Oh, it's adorable. It's adorable. Got to like that. Hey, and good news, guys, for uh, the Futurama, all that hoopla that was happening, the revival that's coming to Hulu. Joe DiMaggio is coming back. Oh, Joe DiMaggio, John DiMaggio, not the baseball player. He's not coming back. But uh, John DiMaggio is coming back to voice, of course, Bender. Yeah, that whole thing that happened, but thank God he's coming back. They worked it out because it just wouldn't be the same. And then fucking A, dude. And, you know, baseball fans, we're not getting a season this year. We're not getting a season because these fucking idiots, these owners and these players, they can't come to an agreement when it comes to this. This sucks. MLB Commissioner Rob Manfred, he uh, says that the league is canceling opening day after failing to reach a deal with the union to end lockout. Oh, I'm going to sneeze. Jeez. Jeez. Hold on here. God bless me. Ooh, I was feeling it. It was like it was like right up in here and then it just was slowly moving down. So I apologize for uh doing that. Whew, thank you. Something itching right there. But anyways, this is bullshit. It's bullshit. And then here's me, of course, uh, you know, waiting for uh I mean I you know, I was waiting for uh to, you know to go to the um to go to the screening right there and I was wearing my of course my my Batflex shirt. Right in front of my uh, green screen, so you know if you're good at Photoshop, you know do 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 your business. That's fine by me, fine by me. And of course, the uh, the Batman was premiering in New York City, the full-on premiere, and uh, some of the cast members showed up at uh, just a random public screening to say hi to everybody. So that was cool. Good on them. It's good marketing. Look at this asshole. He's like smiling. It's like he doesn't want there to be a fucking baseball season dick same thing with the players though they get paid way too fucking much man they get paid way too much i think you know it's kind of funny it's kind of funny because robert pattinson actually combed his hair for the premiere (laughs) but you know his hair has always been like you know messier than mine and he combed his hair and then of course there's Miss Kravitz right there. Right there, just walking up with that little dress on right there. She's so tiny. And there's the cast right there. Sadly, Matt Reeves couldn't attend the premiere because he got COVID. That sucks. You work on a movie for five years, can't attend the the New York City premiere. That 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 sucks. So power to Matt. But uh, you know, how many times has that guy seen the movie? I mean, he's seen the movie many times, but of course he would like to experience it. Uh, with a bunch of people, but yeah, but the whole entire cast is there. Yeah. Sadly, Matt Reeves got uh, COVID. I think he's doing fine. He did a little announcement for that. We also had Jason Momoa right there. Jason Momoa being stepdad, supporting, uh, supporting Zoe right there. Looking cool, looking great with, uh, his kids and see, like I said, do your best, do your best. 
You know, you take uh, that's why I pose in front of my uh, my green screen right there. Pose in front of my green screen. So then you could place me into the Batman, you know, just like that one account that that places Paddington Bear in various different movies and TV shows. Do that with me. I thought this was pretty funny right there. Somebody with a uh, a sign with a bat signal on it. (laughs) My Pattinson, right? There's that Jim Lee was at the premiere. Look at that. Always good to see that legend right there. Here's my image right before it started. I got that. I got that. Uh, the variant cover for Long Halloween Part One because obviously there's a lot of inspiration when it comes to the Batman. I'm sure anybody who attended their fan screening got theirs too. So that was pretty cool. And there's my GIF reaction right there. And then yes, my my first reaction, which yeah, essentially that. Oh, oh yeah. Speaking of Paddington Bear, see right there, just like it's so cool. I love, I love this account that just does that every day, every day. David Ayer's filming something. Not sure what it is. New project. I'm guessing that's pretty cool. I'm glad that he's uh, getting back out there and maybe doing something, testing some cameras out. Love it, love it. Okay, so, so, <laughs> pro. Okay, so we got. Okay, Brandon Davis did this. If you guys saw this. You got a minute? I got a minute. I got a big question for you. Yeah. What kind of fish was it? Thank <laughs> you. Oh, man. That was a great But then gave him a fish bump. Fish bump. Did I say fish bump? Yeah. He gave him a fish bump. So, <laughs> a props to Brandon Davis for starting off with a joke. I wouldn't have done that. I would have probably saved it to last, but it is pretty funny. I mean, obviously, they're referring to the Peacemaker finale or the Peacemaker in general. Pretty much that joke was at the season premiere and then the season finale. So, yeah. Uh, But some people, of course, in the community got really uh, upset about it, as they do. And even some people were saying, like, oh, man, now uh, Aquaman is a joke again. And uh, all the hard work that everybody did has now been uh, distinguished because of this. And it's like, no, that has not, that's not the case. All the hard work is still going very strong. What Zack Snyder did to bring Aquaman onto the big screen and what James Wan did to take it to a whole other level has not been wiped out because of a silly joke. Shut the fuck up. All right. Good Lord. It's just a joke, just a joke. And again, props to, uh, Mr. BD right here for starting off with it. (laughs) I would have, I would have probably waited till, uh, till right after, but still, it's a funny video. So power to him. And again, this woman right here, just, just, you know, just working out. She's just working out. That's all. Stretching, doing something. Yeah. Showing that flexibility right there. She's a Pilates lover, of course. Um, so yeah, there's Miss uh, Sophia Batella again. Showing her uh, stretches, her stretchies right there. So that's cool. Uh, Evan Rachel Wood, she plays Madonna in the Weird Al biopic. And there she is right there, looking very Madonna-like in the 80s. Cool. I thought that was cool. Sequel is coming, according to uh, producer uh, Dylan Clark. I mean, we know the sequel is coming. Uh, Says we will see a sequel to The Batman in less than five years. Can it? Okay. Uh, can it be like in two years? Can it be in 2024? You know, I just don't want to wait. I don't want to wait till 2025. But I mean, I guess that's probably when it's going to show up. 
I mean, as long as it's not 2026, because that seems so far away. Now that we're in the 2020s, every every like distant year seems like it's so far away. Just uh, you know, I'm like, I'm I, I'm guessing that Matt Reeves already has like a treatment for the sequel, and everything's already like kicking in the gear. The script's probably already being developed and everything like that. Maybe when the whole the COVID thing was going on, he was really writing the sequel script, man. But I just. Uh, I just want to see it in like another two years, but it's probably going to be another three years. I want more. I want more. I mean, at least, at least, uh, you know, at least we're going to get Gotham City PD, possible Catwoman series, and then we're definitely getting the Penguin series. Well, not a possible Catwoman series. Sounds like that's actually going to happen. This is funny. Um, I posted this uh, today. This was a joke. People took it seriously. <laughs> I don't know. I was just in a I was in a goofy mood. I tweeted this out today for lunch today. I'm going to have an impossible burger with a keto bun. I did not have that at all. I just was making the joke. I was making the joke of, you know, I, I I'm I've had impossible burgers. They're fine, but I'd prefer the real thing. Uh, I've I don't think I've had keto buns, but I still prefer the real thing. I'm one of those people that I'm like. If you're going to go vegan, go vegan, okay? If you're going to go keto, go keto. When you're trying to substitute the food that you're craving, but you don't want to break your diet or break your morals or whatever the fuck, then just don't eat it. I mean, I have vegan friends that don't do all the the, the fake shit, and they just strictly eat the vegetables and fruit. Um, they're not trying to substitute their, their craving for meat for with uh, whatever the hell the Impossible Burger is made out of. Um, I just thought it was kind of funny. You know, I don't know. I just tweeted it out, and some people really took it seriously. It was kind of funny. If you see some of the people responding, I'm like, yeah, I was just kidding. I'm not going to. No, no, that's not what I had for lunch. Definitely not. I had I had, I had, had some uh, beef for lunch, yeah. Yeah. If I'm going to eat a burger, it's going to be a real burger on a real bun, okay? You know, it's like we got these diets that come out there, and it's like uh, keto bread, what? I mean, keto but, you know, there's keto everything, keto, keto, keto. I see it all over the place. And I'm like, you know, if you're going to do it, just just do it. It's usually it's all BS, man. But it was just kind of funny. So, yeah, I think, yeah. Right, Cat? Real burgers. Just get a real burger. I mean, I try to eat as healthy as possible during the week. You know, I'm all about meat and veggies, you know. Try to keep it like that. I, you know, I don't eat breakfast. I drink black coffee. I ignore the sugars and stuff like that. But then when it comes to the weekend, hey, sometimes it's just like cheat, cheat it up, cheat it up. Let's get a pizza. Let's do all that. You know, whatever. I'll cheat it up when it comes to that. But, you know, it's like just stop doing the fake shit. Lenny Kravitz congratulating, of course, his daughter. Congratulations, my love, on this iconic moment. I am so proud of you. So uh, Lenny Kravitz giving congratulations to his daughter for the Catwoman role. I thought that was pretty cool. Make sure you checked out my spoiler-free review right there. Matt Reeves being awesome right here. So Matt Reeves sent out this letter to all the uh, the movie theaters that are going to be showing uh, the Bat- uh, Batman in IMAX specifically, I guess you could say, or maybe it's all the projections right here, but it says right here, Dear theater owners and projectionists, I am truly excited to bring you the Batman exclusively in theaters. I worked with my team for a very long time to create a unique story that had a very specific look to Gotham and these characters, the lighting and 
color timing that went into capturing this look was very important to me because transporting our audiences to place um, to a place they've never experienced before is why they come to the cinema to ensure your audiences in, in, enjoy uh, in, to ensure your audiences enjoy the film um, the way I intended it. Please have your projectors calibrated to achieve at least 14 FL. Let's give the audience the best experience possible. Thank you and enjoy the show, Matt Reeves. Good on him. Good on him, but there's a Warner Brothers stamp on there, so we have to cancel him now. Now, um, I like that. I like the fact that there was, like, letters released out there. Like, Matt Reeves really, and I tell you what, I mean, and anybody who's seen it, you know, fucking my God, man. You know very well that, I mean, the look of this film is so, it's so dark, it's got such an atmosphere. It works so well. It's so dark, but yet it's not dark where you're like squinting going, what the fuck is happening on the screen? It's so goddamn beautiful. The tone. The tone. Hey, here's a shot of Robert Pattinson and Jason Momoa right there. That's right. You got Batman and Aquaman right there. Love it. Look at this Flash statue. It's from XM Studios. I want this. I want this so much. Pretty awesome. Love it. Love it. Um, we got uh, we got a blade. Uh, this is just from a fan right here. Concept poster from creepyduckdesign.com. That's pretty cool. Can't wait for stuff like that. We got uh, Soup's Batsy right here making this little comic panel for Peacemaker. You know, multiverse kind of stuff. I thought that was pretty cool as well. We got Dan Mara right here with a uh, Batman poster for the Boss Logic thing. That's cool. We got this adorable kid right here. We got this adorable kid right here who loves apparently Spider-Man 3. He is flat out. He is flat out doing, you know, emo Peter's, you know, bully, uh, bully Peter Parker like that. He's totally freaking doing it. That's right. Got to do that. Got to do that. Just totally rocking out right there. This kid is awesome. Yes. Thought that was pretty hilarious. Charlie Cox is down for a PG-13 version of uh, Daredevil in the MCU. Hey, as uh, as R-rated as Daredevil can get when you watch the seasons, I you know, they could tone it down just a little bit to get it underneath the R rating. We just, for anybody who saw the Batman, again, <laughs> we're going to be talking about a lot with the Batman. I mean, the fact of the matter is we just saw a PG-13 movie that kind of pushed it, that pushed those boundaries a little bit. I don't know about you, but sometimes I was going, huh, wow. Uh, you know, this this is one F-bomb away. <laughs> one F-bomb away when it came to the Batman. So, hey, it can be done. And they could tone it down a little bit to get it to where it's not R-rated. It's fine. I mean, they have to. It's freaking Disney, right? So, okay, then look at this. Okay. <laughs> as if, as if, uh, is anybody shocked by this? So... This is what's this is what's so stupid about this. And I've been lagging on my fucking tweets when it comes to voting for Oscar's fan favorite or Oscar moment or whatever the hell. Because I I, I just don't I don't know. It's just it's it's kind of gotten to the point where I'm like, is 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 anything that we want gonna really win? Because right now, I mean, for the longest time I kept seeing that Cinderella, Cinderella, Cinderella was on top, Cinderella was on top, and then Army of the Dead was just like was like trailing it a bit. Now, according to Variety, Spider-Man No Way Home, cheerleader to win Oscar's first fan favorite award, survey says. But it's going by a survey. It's interesting. So 
Yeah. But at the same time, I'm like, did we actually think? <laughs> I know, I know. But is it? But are they actually going to look at that? See, that's the thing, Jose. Are they actually going to look at that? Or is like Disney going to be like, hey, come on, come on. Can you, uh, you know, Spider-Man, let's, let's do this. Let's do this. Um, so right, following Spider-Man No Way Home and America's Hand went up. And we got a Kanto Junior. I was talking about all that. But I'm just like, I mean, what's to say? What's to say that this is not going to come out at the end? I mean, remember when a while ago when they were talking about doing like a, you know, maybe doing like a best picture category, a favorite picture category or something like that? Like, I think Disney was really pushing for that. I almost think that this is part of that. And is it going to, you know, are they going to start like going like, hey, 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 uh, you know, I mean, we'll see what happens when we get the results. But I'm just kind of saying like, I don't know. I'm just kind of I'm suspecting a little bit of uh, like uh, I just would not be surprised if like Spider-Man No Way Home just comes out of nowhere for both the categories, too. That's what I kind of worry about. I don't know. Hopefully not. But, you know, that's just then they chose this picture. I love that. But I don't know. It's just it's it's interesting. It's interesting. And I'm just kind of wondering. Yeah. Even though this is just a survey and they're not actually looking at at the analytics like some people are. I know there's some people out there uh, specifically in the uh, the Snyder community that is monitoring that. And sadly, Cinderella is like way, you know, it's 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 ahead. It's ahead currently right now when it comes to if you actually look at the Google trends, you actually break it down you compare both films. I think the last time I saw this was like a couple few days ago or something like that. Cinderella was like 65K ahead of Army of the Dead. So, I mean, it's Cinderella stands or, you know, the Camilla stands. But I just would not be surprised if, you know, Disney starts waving that fucking, you know, that Disney dick around and going, hey, make Spider-Man No Way Home. I don't know. I don't know. I just saw that. Shocking. And that might have been, that may have been an electro pun. I don't know. Um, this right here, I remember seeing this and I went, what the fuck is this? Cliff B6, Battle for Everest, Memories of Requiem? Huh? Look at that cast. See some people in there I know. Yeah. Karen Gillian, Gillian, whatever you want to call her. You got David Duchovny. Come on, we got Mulder in here. We got Pedro. You know, we recognize this dude from uh, Army of Thieves. Um, we got Keenan Michael, uh, Michael right there. I mean, come on. We got some people in here. And I was like, what is this? And there's an actual trailer, and it looks ridiculous. And I was like, wait, is this real? It's coming out on April 1st. It's got to be fake, right? Apparently, it's like one of those things where it's like a movie within a movie kind of thing. You know, it's that kind of type of uh, kind of thing. So I don't know. I don't know. I'm curious to see what that's all about, though. But I saw the trailer and I was like, oh, that should be interesting. So I don't know. We'll see. But apparently, yeah, it's kind of like a Tropic Thunder, you know, like the beginning of Tropic Thunder when they show all the previews for the different actors. I think it's like something like that. So anyways. All right. Let's talk some The Batman, since that's what we're talking about all week here. Okay, so we got The Batman. We got a couple of articles that came out today. When it came to uh, the Batman and it came to uh, certain things. First off, we have this big, huge, and I'm not going to go through it all. Don't worry, guys. I'm not going to spend like 45 minutes going through every bit of this, uh, every bit of this article right here. But this is the first article right here. 
How the Batman director Matt Reeves made a $200 million bet on Robert Pattinson's Darker Knight. Interesting headline. It's almost like they're like, man, you risked it all on Robert Pattinson. No, that's, you know, it's a little misleading title, but, you know, it's we get it. So basically, let's read the first kind of part right here, because first off, remember, we heard that for a long time. We kept hearing $100 million budget, $100 million budget. Obviously, that's the production budget. It's not the marketing budget. The marketing budget, of course, increases the entire budget. But just right here, it says, Matt Reeves was terrified. In September 2020, the director had just returned to filming on The Batman, Warner Brothers' latest reboot of the studio's multi-billion dollar superhero franchise. After a six-month break, due to the pandemic, Reeves had spent lockdown working on working on the meticulous and costly safety protocols needed to complete the film but just 24 hours after shooting restarted in london he got the news that his star robert pattinson had tested positive for covid19 and we all remember that we were like oh shit is this movie ever going to come out after they had to take a break for six months six months crazy and then right here, Reeves says, all we did was shoot a day. And already I wasn't just someone. It wasn't just someone that got COVID. Batman got COVID. To Reeves' relief, Pattinson's case was relatively mild and his health recovered quickly. But with three quarters of the Batman left to film, the experience was, was uh, had exposed in rather spectacular fashion uh, just how precarious the production really was. The movie had already lost a crew member. Dialect coach Andrew Jack died at 76 in late March 2020 due to the coronavirus, which Reeves is convinced Jack contracted during the first weeks of production. So, yeah, there's all that stuff right there. And he said, because we had no vaccines or anything, I was like, if I go down, we're not going to finish the movie. So Reeves transformed himself on set into a burrito. Remember when we saw him wearing all that shit? He was completely covered, wearing a mask and a head cover and scuba diving goggles. He basically looked, he almost looked like the Riddler because Fauci had said something about covering your eyes. Well, Fauci said a lot of things. That's for damn sure. Uh, in effect, Reeves' appearance was not unlike Paul Dano's totally obscuring uniform as the film's foreboding villain, the Riddler. Yeah, he very much looked like the Riddler. You couldn't see my face, and this uh, and this is the way the actors saw me for the rest of the movie. I was like, this is ridiculous. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Hermetically sealed creature. It was absurd. So, yeah. So, 200 million. So, basically, COVID, because of COVID, I guess the production budget, with all the safety protocols and everything that had to be added to it, the budget increased to 200 million doll hairs. So, yeah, so we got to take accountable for that because anytime you know, like when you're thinking about what this movie's gonna make, I mean, I know there's people that are like, it's gonna win, it's gonna make a billion dollars, especially with the word of mouth and the pre-sales and all that stuff. Um, yeah, I mean, I've always been kind of like, well, I, I really wanted to make a billion. I think it has potential to, to make a billion. I mean, it's surely gonna get, it's gotten two tickets from me for sure. Um, but then we got this little interesting article right here from Also Variety that says. AMC charging more for the Batman tickets, just like Spielberg and Lucas predicted nine years ago. And I will say, if you live in California, yeah, those tickets were uh, more expensive than probably the rest of the country. Maybe not New York, but Jesus Christ. 
Three tickets? Man, they were like $25 a pop, guys. $25 a pop. Ugh. I got to get out of California. Anyways, AMC Theaters CEO Adam Aaron dropped a bombshell this week by announcing the uh, exhibition... Um, exhibition chain will will charge more for tickets to the Batman as part of a variable pricing experiment. Tickets to the Robert Pattinson starring comic book tentpole will be slightly higher than the prices for uh, for other movies playing in the same theaters at the same time. Aaron said during a uh, the MC uh, the AMC earnings call, according to Entertainment Weekly, AMC is charging an extra dollar fifty on adult tickets for the Batman in Los Angeles. Yes. This is all quite novel in the United States, but actually AMC has been doing it for years in our European theaters, Aaron said. Indeed, in Europe, we charge a premium for the best seats in the house, as do just uh, about all other sellers of tickets in other industries. Think sports, sport, sports events, concerts, and live theater, for example. While the Batman marks AMC's theater's first notable use of variable pricing in the U.S., it's a concept many blockbuster directors have been predicting for nearly a decade. Speaking at a 2013 panel at the University of Southern California, George Lucas shared his belief that movie-going would eventually resemble Broadway or sporting events in that theaters would have different price tiers for different kinds of films. It kind of makes sense. What you're going to end up with uh, fewer theaters, bigger theaters, with a lot of nice things. Going to the movies is going to cost you 50 bucks, maybe 100 maybe 150 And that's going to be what we call the movie business. But everything else is going to look more like cable television on TiVo. So again, we have George Lucas, who saw the future. He saw the future, even Spielberg, apparently. He said, Spielberg says, there's going to be eventually a day and date with movies, and eventually there's going to be a price variance. Okay, let me get rid of that right there. And, event, okay, and then you're going to have to pay $25 to see the next Iron Man, and you're probably only going to have to pay $7 to see Lincoln. Okay, even Ben Affleck's talked about this. Ben Affleck has also talked about this, where he says, you know, streaming's, That's where everything's going. And then, of course, you know, the big movies are going to be in the movie theaters. The small movies are just going to be on streaming. That's just the way it's going to be. You know, sadly, that's the way it's going to be. You know, what can you do? But these guys were all predicting it as well. And I can understand that. I mean, now when you go to a particular movie, I mean, I've talked about this with uh, with Scott. Him and his wife go to the movies. They have the full-on experience of, like, dining and drinks and everything. Every movie theater I go to, except for the one over here, you know, they, they're serving drinks. They're serving drinks. Then there's many movies that you could get served food at your at your chair, you know, in your seat. So it's definitely an experience right there. But it doesn't shock me, especially in Los Angeles, that it's uh, that we're getting, you know, that in this area we're getting charged more. And then you have this right here. Deadline right here says the Batman to jumpstart global box office. With two, uh, 225 million launch, Korea already soaring to near 2 million. So here's some box office projections. I mean, we already heard that box office projections when it comes domestically, it's like going to be like 100 million to like 135 million. But according to this, this is going to be about 225 million worldwide. In wake of Sony's uh, blah, 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 industry projections for the Robert Pattinson movie stand at uh, 115 to 125 domestic. All right, it's actually more than 100. 
another 110 and 120 overseas for a global reach of 225 to 245 million dollars right there the movie which carries a production cost of 200 million that's just the thing now the production cost is definitely 200 million got raised up um reps warner brothers return to pure the- uh, theatrical releases since executing a day and date HBO Max strategy for its U.S. film slate, which began back Christmas 2020 with Wonder Woman 1984. So there you go. That'll look good. Let's just hope. Fingers crossed that it crosses a billion. Fingers crossed. I mean, it sounds to me, I mean, that'd be sweet if it started off, if it got up to 300 million opening weekend when it comes to global. I mean, Obviously, when it came to the AMC fan screenings, advanced ones that we saw last night, I think there was like 350 theaters in the U.S. that were doing it, and mainly they were all selling out. I mean, if you, I remember looking at my theater, there was only like two seats open. And a lot of people were posting screenshots that, at like, there was like two or three seats open. So they were essentially selling out when it came to all that. So that's obviously going to be taking part of what's going to be happening this weekend. And there's a lot of you know, they're, they increase like the amount of screens is going to be on. And we got to remember, and we're going to be going over like the movies in March, man, there was a ton of, there's like, there's like not a lot of movies coming out in March. So this movie is going to be big. It's going to be big. It's going to be big. And, uh, hopefully, hopefully it gets to that billion. That way it could shut some of these people up. Ah, McKenzie, what the hell, man, another $50. You're too nice to me, sir. Chase. You're too nice. Let's see right here. Da, 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 da. Boom, right there. Pirate ship love. Thank you, sir. Much appreciated. Man, you are uh, definitely helping out the pirate ship. I really appreciate that, man. And I'm really hoping that, uh, that you uh, enjoy the movie tomorrow with your wife, for sure. But let's talk about Zack Snyder's Justice League right now. Thank you again, Jason. Um, so another variety article, a lot of variety going on today. Um, we have this article right here. Okay. Why Zack Snyder's Justice League is not eligible for Oscars fan favorite prize. We already know why it is and it's, you know, theatrical, all that stuff. But what was interesting about this article right here when it comes to all that, and of course it talks about the leaderboards and everything like that. Uh, when it comes about Zack Snyder's Justice League, it says the four-hour cut originally uh, movie was re-edited, blah, blah, blah. It's not eligible. The film's eligible uh, to receive the fan favorite recognition, uh, and it has all that. The Academy rules shows all that, blah, blah, blah. The Snyder Cut is the fourth most streamed m- film in 2021, and it's proven success has launched other director's cuts campaigns, such as David Ayer's Suicide Squad, right there. Snyder stepped down during all that and blah, blah, blah. But yeah, that is the line right there. Uh, oh, shut up. No, got to make it be known. Um, that, that line right there, that's the, best, that's the best line of this whole article right here. The Snyder Cut is the fourth most streamed film of 2021, okay? And we still don't see the numbers. And its proven success has launched other director's cuts campaign, such as David Ayer's Suicide Squad. So that's lovely. Gotta love that. You really got to love that. So uh, that's what I was like really uh, trying to pinpoint right there. Fourth, fourth. For a four-hour movie, yeah. Four-hour movie, fourth. 
Just a fourth. Yeah. Take it. Okay? Who knows what the actual full-on numbers and everything was? And I know there are people out there that are like, no, man, it's number one. It's number one because, because, because I, I said it was. I watched it like 76 times. Okay? It's number one. It's like, well, okay, we get that. I mean, obviously, fans are fans. They're always going to want to believe that their movie is number one. But... If the data is there and Variety has something right there and they say it's fourth, hey, guess what? Still a success. Still an accomplishment. Okay? It's still very, very, I mean, with, a, with how many movies were streaming last year, still a good thing. Okay? I will take it. And we'll probably still con- constantly hear about numbers and what the fuck and everything else. So, But, hey, let's just look at that as a success. For Zack Snyder's Justice League. That's all. Batgirl. All right. So we have the Batgirl set. Let's see. Let me go to Batgirl film news because that's where we're all seeing it. But, man, did we see this guy? Did we see this guy? Look at this guy. We got some Firefly. Bam. Oh, shit. Clicked it too much. Look at that. There's the Firefly costume right there when it comes to Batgirl. I dig it. Looks creepy. Looks, uh, you know, I mean, it's kind of, you know, you got the the tanks in the back, all the hoses. The mask looks cool. He's got the, uh, you know, the torches on his on his arms and everything. I, I don't know if that's, I mean, I, I, yeah, I mean, I guess that's that's probably Brandon Fraser's stunt, dude. I'm, I'm imagining. I don't think he was actually doing the fire stuff, but yeah, look at that. I mean, they were going, <laughs> yeah, I don't know what that was, but they were going like full on just wow. We have this video right here that kind of showed some stuff, but uh, yeah, there's some more of the costume right there, looking pretty cool. And he was on top. He was on top of a, a fire engine too, which was uh, pretty crazy. Here's a video right here. Fire! 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 Yeah, that's uh, this is a. Uh, Bullshit. I mean, you got Batgirl that's on the motorcycle just lighting it up, then somebody falls. So there you go. Some fireflyness right there. And there's another little uh, video right here. A little more up close. It's a lot of fire. A lot of firepower right there. Yep, here's a shot right here. Yeah, definitely the stand in. Yeah. Looking pretty cool. So there you go. There's Firefly, guys. Yeah, I know. We're going to see Killer Moth. He's supposed to be in there too, right? So that's going to be interesting. But yeah, I th- I, I dig it. This movie's going to be interesting. I mean, it's supposed to come out. They confirmed it like over the weekend. I don't think I talked about that. Where It's definitely coming out in December. I think it was uh, Mike Islan who uh, you know, has produced like all the Batman movies and stuff like that. Basically saying that Michael Keaton's returning in November and December. So... We're getting so much Batman, so much Batman. I was telling my brother and my nephew last night, I was like, yeah, we're getting so much Batman. And they had no idea about The Flash. And they knew about Keaton, kind of. But, yeah, I was just like, yeah, we're getting so much Batman. Remember, we're also getting Batfleck, too, for sadly one last time. Hopefully not. I don't know. I don't want to think about it because it makes me want to cry. Anyways. Hmm. All right. So just that new segment that I started last month where we talk about 
the month's movies. It's obviously March 2nd. Uh, and then, of course, I wanted to recap because we talked about the February movies. And remember, guys, what did we predict was going to be the box office winner of February? Jackass. We thought Jackass Forever was going to be the number one movie of, uh, of February. But alas, it was Uncharted. That's right. So here's, uh, according to Box Office Mojo, when it came to February, and I love how they break it down on all the, look at all the, uh, all the February uh, years right here. Man. So uh, Uncharted right here was actually the number one when it came to uh, February. Surprising. I actually was, this movie is doing a lot better than I thought it was going to do, but it had a really good opening weekend. And uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's probably going to birth a new franchise right like that. The last uh, two years have been the, the years of the bat, right? Um, but yeah, so there's been, uh, you know, Sonic the Hedgehog. We got Tom, Tom and Jerry, which really didn't do much. But yeah, Sonic the Hedgehog was the last little winner right there. And then, of course, Black Panther. We had Deadpool. Deadpool back in 2016. Fifty Shades of Grey. That came out, too. Man, just going all the way back. All the way back. Ronak, thank you for this uh, the $10 super chat, sir. Just done with the movie. Matt is GOAT. Yes, he is, sir. He is definitely the GOAT. We have somebody else who just saw the movie. Glad you enjoyed it. Appreciate the, the $10 super chat. Much appreciated. But, yeah, so there you go. There you go. Uncharted, the winner of February. When it comes to March, gee, what movie is going to win March? Anybody? Who's going to win March? Do we know what's going to win March? Yeah, I think we can all guess that the uh, the Batman movie is going to be obviously going to be winning right here. Um, there's a movie called Fresh that has Sebastian Stan. It's like a horror kind of freaky movie that also is coming out this weekend that I'm kind of curious about. That's coming out. I'm looking at Movie Insider right now. I mean, it's basically I'm just kind of scrolling down. There's really not much coming out in March. March is totally for the Batman. I mean, we got the movie Turning Red, that uh, that animated movie. I don't think it's Pixar, right? Or is it Pixar? It is Pixar, yeah. That's also coming out. But it's supposed to be like going right directly to Disney+. Plus. So there's that. The Atom Project, that's, a movie, that's the next movie I'm looking forward to when it comes to March. Uh, there was like a new trailer that got released uh, recently that looks really good. Ryan Reynolds, uh, Mark Ruffalo. Uh, Zoe Saldana, um, looks really good. Time travel and everything. I mean, that, that looks really cool. There's a movie called the exorcism of God. That sounds interesting. Yeah. I don't know. There's all kinds of movies that are just like getting limited release and everything when it comes to all this Monday, Friday, Uma, the unbreakable boy. I've seen posters for that. That's going to be starring Zachary Levi. So that seems like one of those uh, feel-good movies. Cheaper by the Dozen is coming to Disney Plus because we needed another Cheaper by the Dozen movie, you know. But of course, you know it's mixed. I mean, it literally says right here the story centers around a multiracial blended family. So now it's upgraded to now society. Hey, you know, a lot of us are multiracial. I know I am. I'm a mutt. Uh, there's a movie called X. It has to do with, uh, it says, at a secluded farmhouse in Texas, a film production crew arrives to shoot an adult film. And then uh, it says uh, the hosts take a special interest in their young guests. As night falls, the couple's leering interest turns violent. I saw the trailer for that. Looks interesting. Looks interesting. So maybe I'll check that one out. 
Uh, more than robots. Pan- uh, yeah, there's a there, wow. There's a Mel Gibson movie coming out called Panama. That's interesting. I didn't know he had another movie coming out. Probably just direct a video or streaming. Yeah, just not really much coming out. The Lost City, starring of course uh, uh, Channing Tatum and uh, Sandra Bullock, also has uh, Daniel Radcliffe and Brad Pitt. That looks pretty funny. I actually am looking forward to that. I'll be seeing that one too. And yeah, when it comes to a lot of these other movies. Not really much else, man. I mean, March is for the Batman. March is definitely for the Batman. Dave is a Nazi. We all know that. How dare you? How dare you say that, Matias? Jeez. Yeah, you're watching X, of course. Who's not going to watch X? Oh, and Jennifer Garner. Yeah, she's in uh, the uh, Adam Project. I think that's, uh, besides the Batman, that's most anticipated movie. Watching the trailers, I mean, obviously everybody's comparing it to like, you know, a Spielberg movie, E.T., like E.T. meets Back to the Future meets whatever the fuck, you know, a lot of people are saying that. And, you know, it's Ryan Reynolds who is, I mean, they had to find a kid to basically play Ryan Reynolds as a kid. So you have to like find that dynamic of like, oh, yeah, we got. You got to find a kid who can actually represent what did Ryan Reynolds look like as a kid, first off. And then he had to do, you know, he's going to have to like try to act like him a little bit. So that's pretty good. But man, it's just this is why I think uh, me and uh, Scott, Scott and I were talking about this. I don't know if it was on the Batman Phantominated stream, the last one. Maybe it was. I don't know. Sometimes, you know, because we chat before and after when it's not live. But we were I think maybe we were talking about I don't know. If it was live or not, but you know, when it comes to the Batman, maybe you were talking about it in vodka stream. Who knows? You know, I do too many fucking streams, guys. It's just like they're all running together sometimes. But um, we Scott brought up a good point of the fact that there isn't anything more. I mean, we got Morbius that's coming out on April first, maybe, hopefully, right? Jeez, I'm pretty sure it's actually going to happen. But I mean, that's the next big superhero movie. That movie, I don't know. It's weird. It's going to be weird to see the response to Morbius because it's just like you don't know if people are really going to flock to that. Is Jared Leto have enough pull to bring people to that movie? And especially since it's been delayed like 67 times. It's like who knows if that movie is actually going to is it going to be is it going to make it essentially, you know? Is it going to actually do any kind of business at the box office? But yeah, so this entire month is just Black Adam, Black Adam. What's going on, Nicotina? Mr. Andre, how you doing? Um, yeah, so I don't know. It's um, it's going to be interesting to see how the month of April looks. But, uh, yeah, so there you go. But, yeah, definitely the Batman's going to win this month. But, yeah, I was actually pretty surprised. I thought Jackass Forever was going to uh, was gonna win the month of February when it came to box office. But, nope, Uncharted did. I didn't see Jackass yet. Because, you know, that's a movie that you'd want to watch with people. And I wasn't going to go watch it by myself. It's kind of weird. You're just laughing by yourself. <laughs> Look at the crazy guy over here by himself laughing. Um, I'd rather see that with, like, friends than watch it by myself. So that's why I went and saw Uncharted instead. And, you know, you saw my re- you saw my review. I was kind of eh about it. Uh, hopefully they improve with the next one. It's not like it's a terrible movie. It was enjoyable enough. Uh, you know. I mean, Tom Holland trying to get past the whole Spider-Man thing and being like the leading man type. He's still, you know, he's he's still not quite there. He's I, I, when the whole thing about him being James Bond, I'm still not for that. 
That's for sure. Unless they decide to go like, I don't know, yeah, I don't that don't don't do that. Don't do that. Please don't do that. Till please don't do that. Anyways, so there you go. There's the the month of March. Not much, not much. But I'll be reviewing Lost City. I'll be reviewing uh, Adam Project and maybe some of the other ones too. But we shall see. All right. So there you go. Okay. So that's all the topics when it comes to today. I forget anything. I don't think I did. All right. Let's go to some Twitter questions. And like I said, we'll do a members only uh, stream right after this. All right. So we got a couple few questions right here. Okay. So let's see what you guys have to say right here. Mr. Eric. Hey, Dave. With all this talk about you being cast in Rebel Moon, <laughs> what other Zach? Netflix project would you want would you most want to be a part of personally uh, I could see you uh, being uh, a great fit for a western cattle King Arthur or otherwise yeah I could work on my gunslinging you know gunslinging um, yeah I wouldn't be you know it'd be pretty cool to be a zombie in uh, Planet of the Dead or you know somebody just off in the zombies too but you know yeah I would definitely want to be in a western why not with a little cigar in my mouth like that summon my inner clint eastwood all right mr uh, chunky dickster now that the show got renewed for season two i feel like i need to promote it more here the after party has been one of my fave shows i've seen this year and it's really good murder mystery i've heard about this show it has uh what's his name david uh frank dave dave franco right He's in that. It's got a pretty ensemble cast of known people. Check it out if you can. Have a great bat week. Watching it in less than 15 hours now. There you go. Well, enjoy yourself, Chunky Dixter. But yeah, has anybody watched? Has anybody uh, watched this? Tom Holland as Robin in Batman sequel. Shut up there, Darren. I will kick you out. <laughs> I like Tom Holland, but man, there were some people that really do want that. And I'm like, no, no. Even though, yeah, I could see him kind of fitting, but, you know. Edward, hey, Dave, really excited to see the Batman this Friday. Hoping to see the amazing reaction of my theater when the film ends. Yeah, my fe- my theater <laughs> cheered. A couple other moments were like, ooh, kind of thing. So, uh, hoping to see my amazing theater uh, reaction at, um, uh, yeah, seeing the amazing action at my theater when the film ends. Also, the Firefly suit for the Batgirl film looks cool, and hopefully they add the wings for the suit. Yeah, that would be interesting. I don't know. If we see, I mean, I guess if they're filming a bunch of Firefly stuff scenes right now, maybe we'll see, like, uh, the stuntman being on cables or something like that, or I don't know. We'll see something where it's like, Ah, we'll see. Maybe they'll have like some kind of something. I don't know. Ah, let's see. Uh, Futuro. Do you think the Batman is too long? No, I wanted more. <laughs> I did not think the Batman was too long. I wanted it to keep going and going and going. I was not. I did not feel the runtime. I even said that in my first reaction where I was like, it just didn't. It didn't feel like almost three hours. It was kind of funny, too, because in my screening, oh, man, I was about, I was like, what do you, first off, it didn't start till 7.07, <laughs> and then we were, they were playing the the score, you know, Michael Giacchino's score, which was cool, they were playing the score, it was like a blank screen, and we're like, okay, 
I'm like, it better. At first, I thought it was starting, and we were just hit getting the audio. I'm like, you motherfuckers, you better. Um, and then all of a sudden, it changed, and they started playing the DC Heroes reel, but there was no, there was no picture. We just were hearing it, and we're like, I was like, oh, you gotta be kidding me, you know? Somebody who's working the project, and then it finally came on. But I was like, man. You know, I've been to screenings where, you know, where the freaking projector shuts off or doesn't, you know, technical difficulties, all that stuff. Dylan, look at that. Wow, that looks if that looks like you are in a movie theater right there. <laughs> Am I on a big screen? That kind of looks like that. <laughs> That's what I look like. My head looks a lot bigger, I'm sure. In an IMAX, do you have me in IMAX? Why not? My head will look huge, huge. That's pretty cool. Anyways. Um, oh, and then uh, we got Andrew Casali. Uh, Thoughts on my top three Batman movies. So you're about Batman 89, which I love. And I love that costume because uh, mainly because of the the bat. Batman Begins. God, I love that costume, too. It's a beast of a costume. You know, love that, too. And, you know, a lot of people, of course, are, are going to be... Uh, Comparing the Batman to Batman Begins. I've seen a lot of that. And uh, I could see the similarities, but man, I mean, but I don't know. Matt Reeves just did something. He did something. I don't know. He just went darker. He went. I mean, when it came, when it came to Batman Begins, yeah, when they're in the Narrows specifically, it's really the dark version of uh, of Gotham. Uh, when it came to Dark Knight, they didn't go back to the Narrows at all. And in and, and, and Gotham City just, you know, just felt like a metropolitan. Didn't have the super darkness as batman begins did for sure um but i you know but matt reeves really turned it up you know he turned it down he turned the darkness down a, a little bit more where, where i even said in my review it's so beautiful it's ugly you know it's just it's it's ugly beautiful the way that he captured and the way that 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 gotham city is always it's always a character when it comes to a batman film it's always going to be a character so Fucking with the lights on. Uh, what? <laughs> Jeez. Kilmer suit's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Kilmer suit's very awesome. And then, of course, Mask of the Phantasm. Um, I like Mac Mask of the Phantasm. It's excellent, of course, because, you know, I love Batman, the animated series. Uh, when it comes to uh, that certain point from Batman, the animated stream, we're going to be doing a full. Scott and I will be doing a full on discussion of Batman Mask of the Phantasm. Uh, that'll be a cool stream right there. We're not going to, I mean, obviously when we break down the episodes, we kind of just go through the episode from start to finish. I don't think we're going to do that when it comes, we're not, we're definitely not going to do that. We're not going to go start to finish from the beginning of the movie uh, to the end. I mean, even though the movie's like what, less than an hour and a half, maybe an hour and 20, but I'm just kind of like, you know, we'll just kind of just discuss all the, the various points and all that. If anything, that's what Matt Reeves should do in the, in the sequel. Bring the phantasm in. Wouldn't that be crazy if he brought if he brought that character in, brought that character to life? That would be insane. And then you got your top jokers right here. Uh, so obviously uh, Nicholson, Hamill, uh, what's his name, Cameron, what's his name from Gotham, and then the Arkham Joker. Yeah, I love every except for yeah. I mean, those are all good choices too. Um, I think, I think Ledger's Joker to me, Ledger's Joker is like, you know, it's, it's definitely his, his Joker's definitely up there. You know, it's, yeah, you know, and 
You got let. I mean, Leto's Joker. I like Leto's Joker. I just need it. You know, we need to see more of it, and hopefully, we do see more of it when it comes to if we get the air cut out. You hear us, Zasloff? If you give us that air cut, so we could see more Joker, so then we can, you know, some of the haters can. You know, that's what I. We want to see that 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 Joker. What the hell is this? Booster Gold? Booster Gold is showing up on DC's Legends of Tomorrow. Is that what's happening? Oh, crap. Is that what happened? Well, I don't watch that show, but I just saw that trending right now. They brought in a live-action Booster Gold? Or was that spoilers for anybody? I'm sorry. Uh, Jacob, fuck you, Dave. Tina She's. I don't know who that is. Tina She now. Tina Shea. Releasing a deluxe of her latest album, 333. If you don't promote it, give it a shout-out. Or we are no longer friends. Well, she's hot. But I never heard of her. Never heard of her. 333 Deluxe. Okay. <laughs> well, there you go. There's my uh, promotion of it, Jacob. You like? You okay now? Can we, uh, can we still be friends? I'm dead. I hate when I miss uh, words. Damn brain. Yeah. I do that all the time. Don't worry. Uh, out of all the things to read, Dave. What? This? What did I read? What are you guys talking about? <laughs> Anyways, all right. So there's that. <laughs> I don't even know what you guys are talking about. Fucking Jacob, right? I know. Always giving me shit. Always giving me shit. Booster Gold was on Smallville. Ah, that's right. He was, huh? Yeah, you know, it's funny. The funny thing about Smallville, I just never could get into it. I could, couldn't get myself into it. One of these days, I'm going to visit it. Because I just I didn't I didn't grasp the concept of Clark in high school with Lana and Lex and all that stuff. It just felt off to me. So I just I really didn't you know. And I felt it was too cheesy and whatever. And then when it came to Gotham, I swallowed that thing up. I was like, I'm all about this Gotham. You know, it's essentially almost a, a similar concept for for like Smallville, of course, darker. Uh, you know, but. Gotham sadly got a little too crazy at the end because they like rushed it when they, you know, obviously they had to wrap it up after what, five seasons. So they kind of like made everything all, you know, I need, I need a, I need a visit Smallville. I do need to visit Smallville though, because I know a lot of people are always like, what the hell? You got to visit Smallville. You got to visit Smallville. And I'm like, yeah, one of these days I'm going to have to do that. But I just, I don't know. I just couldn't grasp it for some reason. I was like, no, what? Clark and Lex are like friends in high school or something like that. Get the fuck out of here. I just, I, I was like, it's not canon. It's not canon. Meow. I mean, he's not wearing glasses. People are going to know it's him. I don't know. I just was like, I had a problem with it. I had a, prob a problem with it, but then, you know, but I guess now that I'm older and the fact that I gave Gotham a chance, I guess I should give Smallville a chance. Yeah, see, a lot of you guys are saying that. They should do a they should do a Batman Beyond series, live action series. To be honest, I mean, if who knows what they're going to be doing when it comes to Michael Keaton and his role in all of this, but if you just do a live action fucking Batman Beyond, I mean, for shit's sake, they could use what's his name from Titans, that Bruce Wayne. He's old. <laughs> they could just utilize him if they wanted to, but at the same time, that would confuse people and. But then again, I don't know. It could still work. You do a spin-off of Titans, like do like do like two more seasons of Titans. You know, even I mean they are they just I, they're filming season 4, they wrapped season 4, I don't know. That movie is burn that that show has burned me 
like every fucking every season has burned me. But I'm just going like, hey, take what's his name who played that Bruce Wayne, put him in a Batman Beyond, you know, 10 years later. Make him look a little older. I don't know. Make a Batman Beyond series for like HBO Max or something like that. It's not going to, I don't know. It's, it's not going to be Batgirl Beyond because obviously you're looking at Batgirl. It's not, I mean, maybe it's going to be like a, maybe the idea is like, of course, old Bruce is training uh, Batgirl. But at the same time, I'm just like, do a legit Batman Beyond with Terry and all this stuff and put it in the future. And, uh, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if that's like that's not something they they do. They have to do something like that. Right. Well, I got to be down for a Batman Beyond series. Yeah, I know. Ed has serious potential, to be honest. You know, I mean, yeah, you could do a movie, obviously. Um, I just don't know. I'm just kind of it's just try, I'm trying to think of like how to approach it. I and mean, I always thought that uh, Denny Mullenyev. I always say his name wrong. I always thought that if he was going to direct a DC project, he'd be perfect for Batman Beyond. Um, that's just going like how he, you know, approached Blade Runner, of course. So that's what I was kind of looking at it when it came to him actually doing that. But, but you know, he's too busy doing Dune and all that stuff. Um, but somebody can do like a cyberpunky future Batman Beyond with Terry and old Bruce and all that and everything that happens with that and. I think I think I think a series would be okay. I think a series would be good, but uh, you know, just the more Batman, the merrier, man. I'm loving that there's so much Batman this year, and we just saw, you know, obviously just saw Batman yesterday. And I'm still I'm still thinking about that movie. I'm still thinking about the movie. I've been thinking about it all day. I've been talking with people about it about certain things. Uh, like I said, uh, I will be posting my spoiler review on um on friday because i'm gonna go see it again tomorrow I already got my ticket secured i'm actually seeing it with somebody that i'm seeing it with somebody who is uh not all about robert pattinson being cast so i'm gonna i'm kind of curious to see the reaction to that you know because there's you know the people out there that are not familiar with his indie work are always just like twilight seriously sparkly pants what the hell so yeah it's gonna be interesting to see that reaction um, my nephew actually thought that was the best Batman movie. He said it was better than Dark Knight. My brother is like all about Dark Knight. He's like, no, no, man. No, he, he went in going, no, there's no way it could be Dark Knight. No way. And I was like, I'm perfectly preparing myself to possibly say that the Batman is better than the Dark Knight. And I'm still trying to, I'm still like, the fact of the matter is I'm still kind of going, huh, huh. I might have to watch Dark Knight. I'm going to watch Dark Knight. Over the weekend again, just to see after I've watched uh, the Batman twice. So Robert Pattinson, uh, thank you for the uh, $2 super chat there, Amani Martinez. Nolan Moonraker remake. Yes, no. Are you talking about James Bond Moonraker? Is that what you're talking about? Um, yeah, that'd be sweet. But the thing is, though, that movie is so that if you, <laughs> that James Bond is so batshit off the wall crazy, off the wall crazy. Um, that, that I don't know if like, uh, Christopher Nolan could, uh, could actually achieve that. I don't know. I don't think he'd try to ground it and make it like interstellar or something like that. It's just the hype, Dave. Um, okay. We could say that about every movie though. You could say that about, you know, I mean, people were saying that Zack Snyder's Justice League is the greatest CBM ever. Was it just the hype? 
You know, I mean, you say that about, yeah, I mean, that's always going to be part of it. It's the fact that it's like you're so hyped to see it. You're, you know, but but like when you actually see what happens throughout the movie and you see like the, the little Easter eggs and the potential for growing the, the world building that Matt Reeves gave us, you kind of just go, holy shit. Yeah. And like I said, I'll talk about it more when it comes to the spoilery stuff. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. We'll see you like in a, we'll see. We'll see like in a year. How people are feeling. But there's a lot of people out there that are still sticking to uh, Dark Knight. Anyways, guys, let's go ahead and wrap this up. Appreciate you guys. Uh, like I said, members. We'll do a members-only uh, post-show stream. We'll do a short one. Um, you know, pick my brain a little bit. So we'll do that. So look forward to that on your... Uh, well, all you members are here. So just look forward to it. I forget that this is a members-only chat. So anyways, make sure you smash that like thumbs up. Make sure you uh, you um, join if you want to become a member. The Patreon's right there. We'll, we will be doing the Patreon stream this weekend, by the way. So you patrons, if you want to be part of it, uh, submit to the, uh, the, the the top and second tier. If you want to be a part of that stream, we'll talk about the Batman and everything like that. So make sure you're part of that. And, of course, the Film Junkie Closet, all the social media, the sock meds are all down below. Everything's there. All right, guys, it is Wednesday, so anybody who's not a member, I'll see you guys uh, Friday for the spoiler-filled uh, Batman vodka stream. That's going to be crazy. I have to get a big, huge bottle of vodka, I guess, right? All right, guys, love you. Talk to you later.